There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You will be familiar with the campaign Up the Hill with Jack and Jill because we've been involved with it here on LMFM Radio for a number of weeks and many families across the Northeast have received support from Jack and Jill. I'm joined on Late Lunch today by Sheena Hattie. Hello, Sheena. Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for taking our call this afternoon. Let's go back to March 2019. Tell us about your little boy, Connor. Our beautiful boy, Connor, was born um, on the 11th of March um, by Plan C section. Um, it was a brilliant day. <clears throat> it was so calm and. It was. I'll never forget the humour in the in the labour ward because um, when Connor was born, he was absolute carbon copy of my husband Gavin. Um, it was a big difference from my my first um, the birth of my daughter Emma because that was an emergency C section. So everything was just you know we were just so happy to have Connor safe and well. So he's he's born, everything's fine, happiness all round. But within a short space of time, you're in a bit of bother. Yeah. Um, when I, I I had Connor in Hollis Street and when uh, we were discharged, we travelled to Drawda, where I'm originally from, and my parents, uh, Connor and Catherine, um we're taking care of Emma, who was 23 months at the time. Mm. And we got there and we were in great form. It was St. Patrick's Day, 2019. It was a Sunday. It was a lovely warm day. Um, we went to collect Emma and, you know, I said to Gavin, I really want to go home. You know, I'm tired. Um you know, and he was concerned, and I, I, my dad commented that I went very pale. Um, I said it's just I haven't slept in my own bed in so long, and just need rest. Um, but as we set off with our two beautiful children in the car, and we'd only gone a few minutes up the road, when I started fishing in the car, um, and what I found out was was rigors. Um, Gavin um, raced to Lord's Hospital and brought me straight to A&E and it turned out I had sepsis. My. So we had a, a small stay in in Lord's Hospital. 
for a few days. Mm. Um, but I don't really talk about that much because our year got horrifically worse after that. Mm. Uh, it's a fierce thing to uh, encounter and, and uh, I've heard other stories as well in my time about it but look the upshot was you, you over that and then the focus was back on little Connor after a yep. few weeks Yep um, when we eventually did get home um, we tried to suck into a routine and as every parent knows trying to get to grips with feeding and napping and and then we have a beautiful, spirited child, Emma, who, um, she was only 23 months old at the time. So things were very busy. Um, but very early on, about two or three weeks, um, when Connor was two or three weeks old, um, I noticed that feeding and napping were were very difficult, um, particularly feeding. And then when he did nap, I joked to my mum that it was like he'd nap for 24 minutes. Um, she reminded me later that I I said to her, I commented to her that he just seemed wired differently. Mm. But then I put it down to not having experience of a boy. You know, everyone says boys yes. and girls are different. And, you know, we, we justified everything. Um, but there just was something not right. Which... Brought you back to Temple Street. I'm just looking at the hospital starting in Hollis Street into Drogheda for yourself and then your third hospital in virtually weeks. You're back to Temple Street with little Connor for a, a, a barrage of tests. Yes, in between um, ending up in Temple Street A&E on the bank holiday um, August weekend mm. 2019, I had brought Connor everywhere uh, to A&E, um, GP, our wonderful GP, our wonderful public health nurses. Um, we had a couple of stays in Lord's Hospital with temperatures. Um, I was never off the road with him. Mm. Um, I tried alternative therapies and everything you could think of. But the day that Connor turned four months old, he started crying and never stopped. So at four and a half months old, um, he got progressively worse, very, very drastically. And pretty much stop feeding and everything to do with feeding and digestion was horrific. Mm. Um, so when he stopped taking a feed, I just said to Gavin, we're going to, to Temple Street, that's it, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Imagine a child that cries constantly. I don't have to remind you, you know, a child that cries a bit is, is, is really... You try to comfort them, you try to stop them, you try to... What, what do you yeah. do with a little baby? What's up? You, you you don't know yourself. But anyway, into Temple Street, those tests, and you got a diagnosis. Yeah. So <clears throat> over three weeks, we got worse and worse news in Temple Street. He was a mystery to everybody. Um, our brave, beautiful boy had to undergo so many tests blood tests. He had two lumbar punctures, which is just horrific to even say out loud. Mm. Um, MRI scans, cranial ultrasound. Um, The teams in Temple Street were absolutely amazing, as were all the wonderful nurses of St. Pat's Ward. 
And on the 30th of August, myself and Gavin were called into a room with um, the neurology team and social worker. Because up until that point, we'd all been going down the route of reflux, colic and cow's milk protein allergy. And when they called us into that room, they said that Connor had a, a rare inherited life-limiting disease called Krabby's disease and that there was no treatment or cure. My, oh my. It's devastating news, isn't it, to get? Hell. Mm. Hell. Um, it, 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 it was like being in a film or... I, I, you're just looking for the cameras. Like this, this can't be happening. Mm. Um, it's a disease called Krabby's disease, and myself and Gavin are both carriers of the spelling mistake, the gene deletion, and we have a one in four chance of having a child with Krabby's disease. So Emma is our lucky miracle, and Connor is was our unlucky miracle. Yes, yes, you had Emma and she's fine and then that one in four yeah. became Connor. Now, that day when pure devastation, she said, hell, you don't know what, your world is turned upside down, what do you do? You're told in no uncertain terms that this is life-limiting. Um, you were Was it that day or shortly afterwards you were introduced to Anne Riley from Jack and Jill? It was, that was a Friday and I can't begin to describe how alone you feel mm. with future, what's going to happen, um, or how we could ever consider going home. In my mind, no, we were never going home. I was not leaving the bubble and the safety net of, of Temple Street and the care that we've received there and the, the beautiful community that we had there um, and I just couldn't contemplate going home I, was like, I just thought everyone was crazy to think that we would even leave because Connor needed 24-7 care mm. and he needed a lot of sedation and medication to help with neuropathic pain um, that's why he cried it was neurological pain Yes. and Anne with met Anne the amazing Anne on the next Monday and all these people came out of the woodwork and said, we're here to help you. Mm. And I can't describe what that meant. We were just carried along. Our feet didn't touch the ground from then on as the wheels were put in motion to bring Connor home. They were with you in Retholt at your home. Could I say, you know, you're afraid to leave that bubble at the hospital, but what you had in Retholt thanks to Jack and Jill and all those people, was just unbelievable. It was hospital-like, if I like to say. You know, that that reassurance. Oh, it's so hard to describe. Our small kitchen was a hospital room. We had a hospital cot. Every medication you could think of, syringes, um, a suction machine, two of them, an oxygen machine, pumps for feeding because Connor was peg fed. Um, everything was in our tiny kitchen. 
Um, but there was so much love. Mm. I know it sounds a bit corny, but there was so much love in that kitchen, in our house for Connor. Our front door was never locked mm. um, because our nurses were just in and out the whole time. And I remember Anne saying to us, you know, we're here to help you and to give you a break when you're at home. And I nodded along, but in my head I was thinking, I'm never leaving him. I c- how can we trust anybody with Connor? Because mm. myself and Gavin know every cry, every movement, any medication he needs. No, like nobody knows him like, like we do. We're never going to leave him. But <laughs> that quickly turned on its head when these amazing women... You did leave the house. You did go out and, you know, get away for a while thanks to these wonderful people. Yes, we did. As I was saying, we went from, no, we're never leaving the house to, you know, getting so familiar and so comfortable with the amazing experts, the nurses. We knew Connor was in the best care. And we just, you know, get to do normal things with Emma. Mm. Um, like one Saturday we brought her for a swimming lesson um, you know the the little things that people now realise are big things yeah. for children during these Covid times we knew how precious they were before that like mm. access to play centres and forest walks and playgrounds that's what we did we tried to give Emma as normal a life as possible and then if she was in Montessori, I I started just going to a shopping centre, a coffee shop, because I just wanted to be anonymous. I didn't want to have to answer questions or put on a brave face. Um, just, just to get out of the pain and the horror of watching your child deteriorating. Mm. And she's four and a half and she started school and she's curious. And you, 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 there was a little light that Christmas in December. You were guest on the Late Late Toy Show and that was a memorable moment. It was. It was um, thanks to Jack and Jill who invited us over. Um, I'm not going to lie, it was extremely extremely stressful mm. journey over in Christmas traffic through Dublin, through Ballsbridge um, to get there. But it was magical when we were there and we really were on autopilot because we were trying our hardest to make memories. Mm. And that's all. We, we we just kept going and everything was for Emma and Connor. And to have those few seconds of clips that were on the Late Late Toy Show and we've got beautiful photos. Mm. Um, Ryan Tuberty was an absolute gentleman to us and you know, that's it was magical. It's pri- it was, yeah, it's priceless, isn't it? You just so tough, but <sighs> yeah. mm. we have we have to mm. You have those have and you'll always them. always have those. Just moving on he lived one full year, Connor, because he passed away on his first birthday on the 11th of March 2020. He did. And as Gavin's dad said, he even accounted for the leap year. He lived for 366 days. Mm. Um, 
And, you know, they say it takes a village to raise a child and it also takes a community. Wonderful women like Jack and Jill, our friends, family, our neighbours, everybody to help a child die without pain and with dignity. And he died in our arms at home. Surrounded by love, surrounded by the people who cared for him and brought him into this world and was with him. And that team, I want to mention Jack and Jill again, those people who were just unbelievable in what they did for you and your family. And I know you are forever grateful. Can I ask you just before we finish up about Emma, how she is? And, you know, she's a curious little girl now. Does she ask you about him, about Connor? Yes, she does. She might go for a couple of weeks without saying anything, but she she says I was the best big sister. I was Connor's big sister, um, and Emma was so involved in his care, and the Jack and Jill nurses were so amazing at involving Emma um, whenever they were taking care of Connor. Connor had. Um, problems with secretions and would sometimes, or a lot of the time as he deteriorated with me suctioning. And Emma would pull up a kitchen chair and sat up beside the nurses and say Mammy, I need my glove. Mm. The blue glove. And she'd hold a torch and she'd help the nurses with Connor. And it's so wrong but we didn't and we are not hiding anything from her. Because it is part of her story. Yes. And she is the most resilient, uh, loving and wild sometimes child. But it's those moments. That's our story. Yeah. And that's her story. And that's Connor's story. My word, you're a great woman to go through, you know, to relive with me for the last few moments here in late lunch. That year, that precious year and all the knocks you took through the year and I, when Claire and Anne and Caroline and Jack and Jill asked me what I say a few words as you can probably tell I'm very nervous right now but I told them that I would take any and every opportunity to tell Connor's story and to talk about Jack and Joe and raise awareness because like most people we hear of just different organisations and charities and Ireland is a very generous country for donations and very good at putting hands in our pockets but no one really knows until you're in it and that's why I will do anything to highlight these amazing women amazing organisation, Earth Angels as my sister calls them um, because not only did they keep us standing but they kept us breathing and they've become a huge part of our family and even when they were working on the front line and COVID and they had their own families and maybe vulnerable family members to think about they were still checking in with us as we were grieving and I'll never be able to thank them enough. Oh, they're simply wonderful. The care continued and it does to this day and your appreciation of them is 
clear for all to hear this afternoon. Look, I thank you for joining me. You've, you've been fantastic, Sheena. And I want to say to yourself, uh, Gavin and Emma, that we're all thinking of you today. You've touched us deeply. And uh, thank you for telling your story. And I say it again to anybody out there who can help Jack and Jill in any way, on a personal capacity or business-wise, you're doing real good for families in need. Thank you, Sheena, for joining me. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Cheers to the ones that we got Cheers to the wish you were here But you're not Cause the drinks bring back All the memories Of everything we've been through Toast to the ones that today Toast to the ones that we lost on the Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.